your network is your net worth, right? So surround yourself with people that inspire you, encourage you, and motivate you. And if they don't do one of those three things, question why they're in your circle. Without Fear of Her Future podcast is for women who are passionately pursuing financial freedom using multiple streams of income and real estate to accomplish their goals. We are here to empower you to be brave, dream big, and design a life that you love that inspires others to do the same. I'm your co-host, Andrea Ingstrom, a real estate investor and business coach and co-founder of The Partnership for Realtors. And I'm here with my co-host, Teresa Todd, founder of the Women's Real Estate Investors Network and author of the best-selling book, Without Fear of Her Future. Over the past two years, Teresa has had nearly 200,000 join her masterclass where she teaches women how to become successful real estate investors. Hey, Teresa. Hey, Andrea. Well, we have another amazing guest today that I cannot wait for our listeners to hear all about. Yes. As a real estate broker with 20 team members and a high producing agent, Noelle Nelson found herself burning the candle at both ends. Then she found a business model that allowed her to create passive income in real estate using her license, and it changed everything. Just two years after changing her business model, she has grown her team to 475 team members and more than $20,000 per month in passive residual income. Woo. Welcome, Noelle. That is incredible. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank I you. I mean, are, <laughs> does that just, when you hear that about yourself, do you go, wow, I'm pretty incredible? <laughs> um, you know, I think when you're a high achiever and you hear your own story, it, it, it doesn't to sound that way because you're always you've set the next goal ready for yourself, right? Yes. Yes. Well, tell us where you live. Tell us a little bit about yourself and so our, our listeners can get to know you a little bit. Sure. Yeah. So I am in northern Minnesota near Duluth and Actually, my office sits right on Lake Superior. If any of you guys have heard of wow. Lake Superior, it is the... <laughs> biggest lake in the world. Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm a native to Minnesota, uh, born and raised here, never ventured too far from home. I lived in the Twin Cities for the last 15 years. And then about two years ago, my husband and I left our office and our team in the Twin Cities and totally relocated to a farm in northern Minnesota and have been running our businesses basically remotely since then. So, wow. Wow. Well, tell us about what life and business looked like three years ago before you made this huge move. Yes. So, we um, basically, we had gotten to the point where I was um, running a large team at another brokerage and I ran out of space. My team, my team had gotten big enough that I needed an, either another office or I needed to do something. My team was growing. And so we decided to open up our own brokerage. And um, we started running that brokerage. A little backstory, my husband and I are both attorneys. So we were like, well, if anybody can run a brokerage, it might as well be us. We can do this. <laughs> um, and so we opened our doors, opened a, a beautiful office space. I had 10 teammates at that time. Within a few months, we had 20 people at our brokerage. 
And um, I was also still the top producer at my brokerage. So I was trying to run this brokerage and um, be very heavy into production. And it just was sort of like, I didn't even know what I didn't know about running a brokerage. There were so many little details about running a brokerage, like the back end software of how do you do file management? I mean, just all of the little things. Um, but we figured it out. We worked really hard. We, we started getting up and running. I was told by my prior broker that we would never be profitable, that it wasn't going to work. I wanted a very social media centric brokerage um, that was based off of collaboration. So when I opened my doors, we basically had a couple of um, beautiful like dining room style tables. And that was where the agents came in to work because it was, I wanted people to come in so that they could collaborate around the table. Right. Um, And so it it worked. The model was working. We actually were profitable. Everything was going well. I had all of the systems in place that they needed. They had access to a videographer. They had all of the CRMs like my agents were living well. And <laughs> I was very stressed out already, like eight months in. And one day, one of my higher producing agents came into my office, and he was running his own little team at my brokerage. And he came in and said, Hey, I'm getting my license in Florida. And if you don't get your broker's license in Florida, I think I'm gonna end up having to leave you. And I just was defeated. Like I just had a day anyway. And I went home and my husband, um, he had kind of talked about EXP before, but I didn't really want to talk about it. Um, And that day I actually sat down and looked at it. And I realized that that was a platform that I could still keep doing everything I was doing but it would allow my agents to move around the country and do things that I couldn't provide for them. And so actually we made a decision very quickly, which we tend to do in our lives. Yeah. We, I, I probably had that conversation on a Monday. By Thursday, I was telling my agents that the following Monday, we were moving our brokerage over to EXP and they had the weekend to think about it, to ask questions. And on that Monday, 20 of my 20 agents made the move with me over to EXP and would have not looked back. Wow. Wow. So what does your team look like today? Yeah. So at that point, I had had a brand that had become nationally known just because I was doing a lot of video content. And um, it was called Bright Birch. And we kept that alive for a while. But as we started um, moving forward with eXp, my agents were able to start branding themselves in a way that they couldn't have otherwise done when they were with me. And so we sort of started retiring that brand. And most of those agents that were originally with me have now branched off. They're all still with me, but a lot of them have now formed their own teams. Uh And I have now partnered with another high producer that's been with me for about two years. And we just relaunched a brand new team um, called Minnesotan. And everything (laughs) is branded Minnesotan. And there's a whole nother business element to it. We bought Minnesotan.com and we're going to run a whole merchandising thing on the side there. But um, we are creating that team with EXP in mind instead of trying to force our team onto the EXP framework. Now the team, I've been able to rebuild it with incentives in place that make sense on the EXP framework. So now we just launched that in April. We've got about 15 teammates 
um, going strong. And uh, yeah, it's life is good. Okay, wow. so so for, help our listeners understand um, what the what the model looks like, and mm-hmm. why was that the right move for you? Because you you're you're doing more than twenty thousand a month in passive income, and mm-hmm. most people in a real estate brokerage are like, that doesn't exist. What are you talking yeah, about? Yes. It's actually at thirty thousand a month. Now. Get it, girl? <laughs> yes, girl. yes, I love it. Oh gosh, that's awesome. You know, it grows it grows quickly. So. Um, I feel like I have two teams and, okay. and why I say that is I've got my real estate sales team that mm-hmm. I am directly responsible for lead gen, for the actual training, for any brand new agents that come in. That is my sales team and that's that Minnesotan brand. And then I've got my overarching team at exp so mm-hmm. anyone that joins i feel like they're we're kind of like a team because we're all yeah. in financial alignment so when we say that i've got 475 agents they're all a part of my team just via the exp platform right we're yep. all in financial alignment and then the 14 teammates are actually a part of my you know individual sales team um, so throughout the week, you may um, have training with one thing if you're only a part of the large group versus if you're part of that smaller team. Most of the people that are running teams are having more frequent trainings or more lead gen for those, you know, smaller team settings. Mm-hmm. Is that what you asked? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So. So tell, tell us what was your what was your passive income from real estate prior to changing business models? Yeah, no, that didn't exist. Really, there was no <laughs> passive income. You no. know, I I um, hadn't really gotten into investment properties yet at uh-huh. that stage. Um, I was a very fast mover within real estate. So I transitioned from being an attorney. This doesn't make sense to most people, but it will make sense to you after all of this. I transitioned from being an attorney to being a wedding photographer. Um, (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) And for most people, they're like, what? You quit being a lawyer to be a photographer? I don't get it. Well, I, I used photography as like a creative pastime for myself during law school. And all of my clients as a photographer were lawyers. And I started getting hired by these lawyers to photograph these very high-end weddings. And I was really good at it. And I enjoyed it. And my husband was still an attorney. So I practiced for a couple of years and then totally left that to run my own photography business. And I did that for a while. Um, And while I was doing that, I realized that that also was not a very easy, um, I was never going to get residual income off of running a creative business because people were hiring me as the creator. Mm -hmm. So I got my real estate license because all of my brides that had been getting married were now buying houses. So I could take my (laughs) whole book of business with me and they trusted me because they knew I was a lawyer. So I could take my whole book of business with me and they all just kept using me only in a different capacity. And so (laughs) instead of photographing them on the weekends, I was now showing them houses on the weekends and it paid quite a bit better. So, so, so we transitioned that book of business and then it grew really rapidly. As soon as I started really focusing in and running a team in a business mindset, I was able to really 
buckle down and get into real estate, but I still didn't get into investment properties until mm -hmm. very recently. And how I started doing it, I actually have agents in my group that are doing their own investment things and they now have motivated me. I'm watching them earn residual income on their real estate investments and thinking to myself, well, why have I not gotten into this? Why haven't I done it? So that that actually will be the first form of actual investment uh, residual income that I've gotten. But as far as running a team, unless you are paying a whole lot of salaries and you have a whole bunch of people in place or running a brokerage, same thing. The residual income is really actually non-existent. And if mm -hmm. you're talking to a broker and that broker or that team lead is telling you, oh, it runs for me, the whole thing runs for me, you should stop and ask why and how, and is that actually the truth? Because usually it's not gonna be. If, an, if a broker is telling you that their, their, their business is running on its own, and there is no skin in the game that it's just, usually it's not true. It's not the truth of running a brokerage. Yeah. I haven't met one yet that would say that, that they're not working two full-time jobs, being the highest producing agent on their team and have, carrying the risk for everybody else at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, tell us, tell us how this has impacted your day to day life and your family. <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's, that is the most amazing part. So as I said, we up and left our office, we left our team, we just made a move into the middle of nowhere. <laughs> with a 24 hour notice, because we put an offer in on a farm with no contingencies. Um, and it was not a part of our five year plan. We saw it on the online. And we we're like, we'll never find this property again. Let's go look at it. We went and looked at it and wrote on it. And 24 hours later, we found out that it was ours. And we just up and, and left. Wow. And had I been running my brokerage at that stage, there's no way we would have even gotten to look at the house, let alone write on it, because our whole livelihood was tied to that particular community. Mm. Now, I'm not tied to a community if I don't want to be tied to a community. If I wanted tomorrow to say mm -hmm. I'm moving to Hawaii, I could. I could go move to Hawaii and do the same exact job that I am doing now within the EXP framework because my wow. job has transitioned more into, I, and I do have a sales team and I do still do some sales, but that's by choice, not by um, necessity. And that makes a huge difference because yeah. if I decided tomorrow that I wanted to stop selling, I would be okay. I, financially, I would be fine. I wouldn't have to sell. And so the day-to-day -day freedom of just not having that weight on my shoulders, if my kid gets sick and I want to take the day off, I can. Uh, if the 4th of July weekend was super crappy, but on the 5th, the weather is really nice and I want to go out on the boat, which... Uh, may have happened this week, <laughs> I can take the day off and go out onto the boat and hang out with my kids, which as a mom, you can't put a value on that, right? Yeah. That That is the thing that the freedom to be able to choose the schedule for your day. And I think a lot of realtors, they that's why they get into real estate. People get their license because they want to have freedom in their work hours, in their day, in their work week. And what ends up happening is 
they don't dictate it, their clients do, right? They don't get Mm -hmm. to dictate their schedule, their clients do. And so the more you can remove yourself from the client game and put yourself into the training and coaching or, you know, um, leveraging game, the better off you will be and the more selective you can be with your clients and what your day-to-day life looks like. I am so, I love this story. I love this story. I am so about truly being financially free. And when you can pick up and move anywhere you want to, which is exactly what Andrea was able to do. Just, Mm -hmm. I don't even know if it's been a year yet. Yeah. Um, When you have that kind of freedom Mm -hmm. that you can move anywhere in the nation that you want to move, and then you can go out on the boat any day of the week that you want to, that is what true financial freedom is all about. And there's very few in the world that find it. And so, and I am all about shouting it from the rooftop. I feel like it was a gift to me when I learned that just this little gal could truly have financial freedom and it changed my life. So I love that you're on here sharing this and what EXP has done for you and the freedom that it's brought you. And it's just exciting. And that you're offering that to so many other people all across the nation. They don't have to live. They don't have to live in a farm in your little city. It can be anywhere. So I want to know what had to change in your mindset for you to completely change your business model. And I know what you've already told us a little bit, mm-hmm. but I mean, that had to be huge. I love that you're, uh, you, you, you just make your mind up really quick. I love that. <laughs> but I mean, were you scared? <laughs> you know, I was scared of something really silly. I would, I had a lot of pride around the brand that I had created yeah. mm-hmm. and I was scared of the judgment that I would and did receive when we took our independent brokerage and moved it on to eXp's platform. Um, there's a lot of misconceptions out there about what eXp is. In fact, I had some of those misconceptions myself. It's why we started our brokerage instead of just taking our team to eXp. Um, and so that actually was my greatest fear with it. Mm. And um, the funny part is I laugh about that now because those same people are watching my story unfold over the last two years and are shaking their heads like, mm-hmm. wow, she went out and did the thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, my mindset is one that um, I, I have always really loved the collaborative nature of I mean, running a business in general, but within real estate, it's why I started a team immediately. When I got my license, I branded myself as a team. I had no idea what I was doing, but I, by God, I was going to be a team, right? Mm -hmm. And so that mindset, it's, it's still the same. And I think the people that have the success are the ones that love to give back, that Mm -hmm. love to collaborate, that love the connection, that love networking, um, and so I really haven't had to shift my mindset too much with, with that piece of it. I, I'm just doing what I was doing before. Only now there's no boundaries. There's no limits. You know, you uh, mentioned you could pick up and move anywhere in the States. Well, you could pick up and move anywhere in the world. Really? Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've got a good, good chunk of our people within EXP are in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Six wow. months out of the year. Right. Yeah. Um, And we're really now, I think, in 24 countries. I mean, you really could go anywhere that you want. Mm -hmm. There are no boundaries. Um, And and that mindset is a 
an interesting one. So when we moved to this rural area in Minnesota, um, we happened to also get a goat farm with it. And that's a whole nother story. But I do I have 82 goats. Um, and I am a goat farmer as of today. And one of the things that we weren't thinking about was what happens when we actually have the financial freedom to literally go wherever we want. Um, and recently, we had this conversation that now we're so tied down with the farm. <laughs> That we could go anywhere we want, but we can't because of the farm, right? And that <laughs> yeah. that's a mindset thing because yeah. I, at that point when we moved, I mean, it was during the height of COVID. It was during um, in Minnesota, all of the, the riots and all the upset and all yeah. the things were happening. And I wasn't thinking, well, gosh, two years from now, my residual income will allow us to go wherever in the world we want to go. I was thinking, man, we're going to be stuck at home, might as well work from a home, might as well grow this thing. Um, and I think where a lot of people when they get to about the size that I'm at um, with eXp or just network marketing in general, they stop showing up to work. Mm -hmm. And I have not stopped showing up. I am still highly invested in my group. It's why I relaunched a team. Um, I don't need to. But yet at the same time, I want to stay plugged in. I want to have my boots on the ground with my agents. I want to be understanding what they're doing because it makes it that much um, more authentic and real when I am yeah. trying to help them so that I am like, you know what? Yeah. Is there a potential shift coming? There is an I'm in this with you. I'm walking these with you. I, you know, and so I choose to do it that way. Um, and I think that's the, where the mindset thing, it, you know, people can get distracted with um, some of that and totally remove themselves from the business. And I would advise people, don't remove yourself from the business. Just give yourself freedom to pick and choose what you want to do with yes. it. Right? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Well, tell us. Um, so, I mean, have growing your team to 475 agents in just over two years, um, that takes some dedicated effort. That's not that doesn't just happen by mistake. So tell us how you attract new agents to join you in this model. What strategies have worked best for you? Sure. Um, so I am well known uh, within our EXP community for the fact that I have not picked up my phone yet. Um, I only use social media. I use okay. um, Facebook Messenger. I live in my Facebook Messenger. Um, I'm now just starting to plug into Instagram. I'm just getting going with it. I, I never gave Instagram the time of day because Facebook was my comfort zone and it was working really well for me. Uh -huh. um, and so how I've grown really is just by being authentic online. By creating authentic relationships, I, I've always um, used the phrase since joining EXP, relationships over revenue share. And mm -hmm. so for me, the if you invest into the relationships and you are um, authentic about that, the people will be naturally attracted to joining you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the word recruiter or recruiting, we kind of look at that as like, it's a swear word. Like we don't want to use that, right? We don't want to talk about that. We want to naturally attract agents to join us. And, you know, I've always said your vibe will attract your tribe. Mm. So naturally, 
by being active on social media and by investing into my relationships and caring about people, that's also the type of people I have attracted. So in my group, I've got a lot of people that love using social media, that love being each other's hype people on (laughs) social media, and that care about the people that they attract and so on and so on. And so I've got a very healthy group, meaning we go deep. I have Uh people on my seventh level. You'll find people at eXp that um, they have about the same size of group that I do, but they have not even tapped into their sixth or seventh level yet. Mm -hmm. And it's because they're not duplicating. They're not getting their people to duplicate what it is that they're doing. Mm -hmm. And initially I was told that my style wasn't duplicatable. Because I'm me, no one else is Noelle, nobody else is going to have a goat farm, nobody else is going to do crazy videos. I I used to do, I haven't lately done as many, but I used to do a lot of crazy, crazy videos. And um, I just, that's not what I'm coaching people to do. What I'm coaching people to do is to be authentic Mm -hmm. online. Mm -hmm. So I'm me and you're you. What is your niche? Let's dig a little deeper. Let's find out what your niche is. And if you can't say what your niche is, or you are one of those people that's like, well, I have nothing to offer. Why would anyone join me? I, I don't know what my niche is. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's, let's expand your circle of friends to have a group of people that can pour into you and tell you what your niche is. Then if you can't think of your niche, for sure, five of your friends can tell you what your niche is if they know you well enough and care about you and want to support you. Um, and so that's that's my always go to with my group is like, okay, let's pick out what your niche is and then be really good at showcasing that online. And now today, one of my niches is attracting the EXP. So when people think about EXP, that's my goal is I hope that people think of me right? Just like Mm -hmm. when you're selling real estate, you want to be the one realtor, you want to be the one investor that all of your people know that they go to right away. So as you start expanding your network within real estate, you also want people to think of you when they think of agents getting their licenses or people switching brokerages. I've gotten referrals. I mean, one of my biggest referral sources for realtors was church, (laughs) <laughs> I I mean, and that's how I got started with real estate. I was a mom and I had all these, you know, kids and I was going to church on, on um, Wednesday mornings and Wednesday nights. And so outside of my wedding photographer clientele, church was my next biggest lead source. Well, I always tell people, if you can sell a house, you can also recruit an agent. It's the same skill set. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now my church people that were watching me online sell houses are sitting there watching me attract agents. And so they refer me their realtor friends when the realtor (laughs) friends tell them that they're thinking about switching or that they're thinking about getting their license. It's so funny, but it's literally the same skill set. Yep. Awesome. I love it. Well, tell us, um, okay, so, you know, you've probably heard all the objections of why someone wouldn't want to make a change. Um, but you know, genuinely some people are making pretty good money as an agent and even as a broker. And you certainly were when you heard about this model. Mm -hmm. Um, so what advice would you give them? It's still a no brainer. (laughs) I I always say when you join EXP, you need to join it because you believe in it as the brokerage. Don't join it because you think you're going to go out and recruit 8 million agents. Mm -hmm. You join it because you 
appreciate it for the brokerage that it is. Um, and now that I am um, have been here for several years, and I have several people with me that have been here the length of that time with me, some of them have plugged into agent attraction, and some of them haven't at all. And I would say the ones that haven't plugged into agent attraction, they're still just as happy as the ones who have, because they're getting the rest of the benefits that come along with eXp, meaning the stock, right? Or, and, and of course, that's one of the objections that you'll hear. Well, the stock isn't worth anything. I mean, the stock, have you checked the numbers on the stock lately? Great. Will you tell me about all the stock that your broker provided you? And then we'll have that conversation, yeah. right? Or, uh, I got a, I have one of the biggest ones. I have to rebrand myself or, oh, I've got to get new signs. Okay. Well, depending on where you're at or what your signs look like or where you have been, Sometimes it's as simple as buying a little sticker brokered by eXp and slapping it up on your sign. Like any objection is overcomable if you look at the longevity of what is your ultimate game plan with real estate. Mm -hmm. Are you going to be 80 years old selling houses or are you going to have a, a brokerage of, you know, 300, which most people could never even grow their independent brokerages to that size. That's, you know, a very large size brokerage. And who's going to buy it? Mm -hmm. Who's going to buy that brokerage from you? Is that a saleable business? How, what is your exit strategy? All roads lead back to what is your exit strategy, right? What, what is your end game with real estate? Yeah. What are you mm -hmm. going to do with that? Mm -mm -mm. I love it. I think there's two things that people, first of all, some people are just so afraid of change. And, and they need the name Caldwell Banker. They just, they, you know, they're, they think they have to be attached to that. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing is just that it is network marketing. That alone is like, no, thank you. No, thank you. I have, I have a long term been a huge fan of network marketing. I've never actually been in it, but I'm a huge fan. Um, I mean, prior to EXP, I've never been, been in it because, but not because I didn't love it. I just, I don't know. I just never did do it. But I watch people make so much money in network marketing. Mm -hmm. I, I love it. I have a, a friend um, that, that's making seven to $80,000 a month in Beachbody. I mean, I mean, <laughs> and Go she's girl. in great shape and she's, you know, I mean, I'm just such a huge fan. So I don't know why so many people just have that mindset that it's not good. But listen, if that is a way that you can make residual passive income while you are out in a boat living in your dream place girl mm -hmm. go for it mm -hmm. go for it you've got to we've got to be willing to change our mindset if we want to walk in in abundance we can't just keep you know here it's so funny you see see people making 70 80,000 a month talking about their friend who's making i mean i'm talking i mean 70 80,000 a year talking about network marketing and what a scam it is while somebody else is making that much money a month. So mm -hmm. it's just, it's incredible. Yeah. Well, one of my biggest critics uh, over this decision was the broker that I had prior to me opening up my brokerage uh -huh. still is the biggest critic. Um, and I have naturally attracted more agents out of their brokerage than anyone else mm -hmm. without even picking up a phone and it's partially because 
agents are looking for something different than anything that's ever been offered in yeah, history. Sure. And, and this can, this can be called network marketing. And yes, it's built in a similar fashion to a network marketing company. But at the same time, all brokerages, especially the big franchises are run on a level similar to network marketing. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's a new book that just came out not that long ago called um, Freedom Manifesto. And it, and it wasn't written mm -hmm. for EXP, but man, it, it's like it was. Mm -hmm. And he goes through all of the different tactics that brokers um, started with when running their companies. And it's one that I would highly recommend anybody that has that objection, just listen to that book. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not written for EXP. It's not written by an EXP agent, but it does to me explain the mindset around why Glenn Sanford, the, the, you know, owner of EXP created this strategy for a brokerage and it's brilliant. And now we're starting to see, you know, duplicate brokerages try to kind of come up with similar marketing, similar, similar plans. But the problem for them is they're so behind on the technology. I mean, part of what eXp has outside of, you know, the re revenue share is the tech. We mm -hmm. can have an entire world being shut down and we can move forward with our conference that we had scheduled through the tech that we have available. Um, and so it's just silly to use network marketing as the, you know, hang up. In fact, if I can overcome it, I have a mother that thinks that I work for a pyramid scheme, yet <laughs> enjoys the benefit of me being able to bring my grandkids over and move to, you know, 20 minutes away from where she lives now. Um, and, and so originally when I made the switch, she was one of the biggest like naysayers about this idea. Oh, it's a pyramid scheme. This is never going to work out well. I was there when I watched all the pyramid schemes go down, you know, <laughs> and, and I'm like, Hey, just trust me because I see the vision of this. And it's really, we're just a brokerage. We're yeah. doing the same thing that we were doing at the other brokerage, selling real estate. People are always going to have to buy and sell houses. Right. Yep. And, and that's where I think we're a little different from some of the other network marketing companies that are selling a product, right. Or selling something that could be seen as a fad. I'm sorry, but real estate is never going to be seen as a fad. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just not like that's just yeah. a normal part of life is buying and selling. People will always have to move. There is no fad in this business. It's just a way for you to build up a retirement plan for your business. And so how I look at it is, I don't own my brokerage anymore. You know, that, that 475 agents, yes, that's not my own individual brokerage, but in a way I look at it like I still have my little brokerage. Yeah. I just am now using someone else's technology to run this brokerage and to allow me to expand my brokerage around the country. And that's where it starts to really make sense. I love it. Noelle, you've done some amazing things here. Um, tell us what you're most excited about working on next. What are your goals for your business and for the future? <laughs> well, I am, as you can see, you, Teresa, mentioned that people are adverse to change. Uh -huh. <laughs> that has never been my problem. Um, I have always embraced change. In fact, my husband, one of his favorite sayings is risk for appetite. Right. He's an attorney. He helps businesses assess their um, and he, he actually now is a business broker 
at uh-huh. EXP because oh, cool. even as an attorney, uh-huh. he saw an advantage to come into the EXP framework. Um, and so we talk with people a lot about, you know, business plans and having a legacy, establishing a legacy mm-hmm. for your business, regardless of what it is, whether it's real estate or it, the ice cream shop or a goat farm, right? <laughs> so for example, we bought all this herd of goats and we have been doing the physical labor twice a day of farming and um, got to the point where it's like, hey, we tried to hire an employee to come out. It just wasn't sustainable because if that employee is sick or their kid is sick, they can't show up to do chores. And what if we're out on vacation? So we started looking for the next plan and found this little couple that has a resort that they are already physically tied to their business that wanted to establish a micro dairy. So we are going to share our goats with them. They're going to physically take over and we're going to have residual income off of the goats. Um, And so (laughs) that is going to free up our, we're going to go for our location freedom next. Um, And that's the, one of the groups that I'm a part of, we have three different mountains, time freedom, location freedom, and financial freedom, right? And those three different mountains are how you keep your eye on the goals and the prize. I have never been a big fan of the five-year plan and the 10-year plan, because if I have too tight of a five-year plan, I can't necessarily pick something that maybe God put in front of me that was going to be better for me to pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we are always in constant assessment with each other of like, hey, does this fit our like dream of life with each other? And maybe that dream gets adjusted, right? Maybe you do yeah. start a goat farm and, and maybe your dream when you buy that goat farm is to do a micro dairy and then you start doing it and you decide oh maybe this actually isn't the dream (laughs) we'll sell it (laughs) and move into a new dream and so for me i'm in this moment of okay where where can we go next what what are we going to do with our now time freedom and financial freedom that now we can achieve the location freedom and kind of travel and move around and so that's the next goal but while doing that I also want to stay very rooted with my group and rooted here in Minnesota, which is why I created that other brand called Minnesotan. So I don't know. I can't answer that for sure. My goal is to help others experience the same exact thing that we've now experienced. That actually gives me a lot more enjoyment than thinking about just dodging and being gone and going out on a yacht. Granted, I could do it for like a month, but then I'd be like, hey, I got to get back to work. What am I going to do next? So. Oh, I love it. Love it. (laughs) Well, Noelle, we like to ask our guests for three takeaways. So what three things would you advise an investor or entrepreneur who is looking to be brave and grow or is perhaps feeling stuck where they are? Yeah. Um, Your network is your net worth, right? So surround yourself with people that inspire you, encourage you and motivate you. And if they don't do one of those three things, question why they're in your circle, right? Question why you're, you're there. Uh, For me, every time I have an opportunity to travel somewhere new and network with new people, I tend to say yes. And I probably travel more than people think I should as a mom, (laughs) but I have a very supportive family at home. And because of that, because I've said yes, I've got gotten to be in rooms 
I mean, I've hung out with Glenn Sanford more times than I could count. I never would have thought that I would be spending dinners with a billionaire. Um, and then I got introduced to another man named Glenn Stearns, who is also amazing. Um, and just by saying yes to opportunities that got put in front of me and traveling. So the second thing would be say yes when you can. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of people that coach on learning how to say no, which that's also important, knowing what to say no to. But I also would focus more on what are you saying yes to? Because whatever you say yes to is going to then dictate the rest of the no's, right? Mm -hmm. Because you only have 24 hours in a day. Everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. And then my final thing would be don't get so focused on the five and the 10-year plan. Don't, don't get so focused on those things that you're not just doing the daily activities that you need to do that could open up doors that would accelerate your five-year plan into a six-month plan, mm -hmm. right? Focus instead on your daily activities. Um, and there's a lot of people that will, again, listen to this and say, well, I'm not her. I can't talk on tangents like she can, or I can't have a goat farm or whatever. No, you're you. So figure out what it is about you that can be your niche and build up your confidence. So surround, again, going back to number one, your network, surround yourself with people that help build up your confidence. And then all of the things will start falling into place. I love it. I do too. Good stuff. Thank you, Noelle. Thank yes. you. Well, Noelle, yeah. if, if people want to learn more about you or connect with you, how do they, how do they find you online? It's very easy. I'm just Noelle the Minnesotan everywhere you go. So you can just find Noelle the Minnesotan on Instagram or on Facebook. And that's the easiest way to connect. Awesome. awesome. And Noelle is N-O-E-L-L-E. -L that's right. Right. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Right. Well, Noelle, you've been such an inspiration to yes. us as we've been starting the partnership brokered by EXP. I share your story all the time. <laughs> and so I just thank you so much for being the inspiration and being Aww. a female leader in, yeah. in this organization. Um, I think I, I'm, I'm looking forward to raising up more more women leaders uh, as we grow together as um, the EXP organization. So thanks so much awesome. for being here and sharing with us. Thank you, guys. Ah. Absolutely. Well, on behalf of Teresa Todd of the Women's Real Estate Investors Network, I'm Andrea Ingstrom, and we're encouraging you to be brave and dream big.